Alright. Alright, so we back. We back now. I was over here trying to make a drink and shit, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I just put the phone on like the other side of the damn counter, and it, I just pulled away too fast, and the damn phone hit the ground, and then the headphones disconnected. And I was thinking, since I could still hear you, I could just connect them back and get back into talking, but I guess not. So yeah. I looked down, and you know, I had been talking for like for about thirty seconds, and didn't realize that it was disconnected. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we good. So, what were you saying though about uh, you would think you were talking about hard and stuff? D- none of that shit saved, dog. None of it saved. Yeah, none of that shit saved. Oh, uh, you didn't hit finish recording when I looked. Nah, when I, it didn't even give me the option to say finish recording. But do you see finish recording now? Oh, yeah, this shit. Yeah, okay, we good. This shit good. I like this app. We good. <laughs> yeah. We good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we should. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, damn, we got to restart? Like, it ain't got no option to, like, save it or nothing? Yeah, we Gucci. We Gucci. Okay. So, is it still, what What does it say, like, as your duration? It says a minute. Oh, me too. Me too. I mean, before it was 15 minutes, but it don't matter shit. 15 I, minutes ain't nothing. Well, 15 minutes ain't like 50 seconds. It's not in your library? I didn't I didn't see anything in my library, but maybe right, we, maybe when we finish recording it'll go back and have it split up. Well we can I mean we can just well I'll just list it uh the episode. All right. This is episode four of the Divine Council podcast. I'm Stefan. This is Monquay. Alright, and we're just over here freestyling it for this episode. So yeah. back to what we were talking about earlier. We we're talking about um the free agency and how crazy it's been. And you were just bringing up the point about James Harden transcending basketball. Go back yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about, like, the levels of tra- – how, how like, these players are transcending. And he was speaking on, you know, how Steph Curry just transcended the NBA on the fact of just take the shot from behind the arc. You know what I mean? Right. Like, tra- Steph Curry just changed the mindset of people of, like, Okay, the highest percentage shot is the three-point shot. If you really think, is the wide-open three-point shot. Right. And for certain players, he's always wide open. Trey Young is going to be like that, too. But, you know, the segue into Harden and and Giannis, I was just thinking about how how when we look back on how they transcended the NBA. And, you know, Harden, you got to put D'Antoni, you got to pair them together. They're gonna look when we look back. They're gonna be the closest out of of uh, analytics because Harden's mindset every time he comes down is to isolate, but not only to isolate, but to get the best, the best, to get points every possession. Right. No matter the points, but to get the best type of points. So that means if that means going to the free throw line and shoot free throws, that means going to the free throw line. If that means drawing a foul. You know, blocking. right, right. If that means shooting the fucking three point shot early in the shot clock, you know what I mean? Like, then that means that he, he's like, he's the poster child's analytics. That's what some of these analytics stats, and he's like the leaders of, like, I think it was like, like I was saying earlier, like usage rating. He's like, his shit is astronomical, astronomically high. I know his isolation rating, his shit is astronomically high. 
And his, uh-huh. his usage rating is high too, but his 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 isolation rating was like like forty eight percent or something like that. I was like, yo, that's crazy. And if you watch them play, what did, how did they play? They, they played I, too hard. Yeah, they spread it. They spread the floor, and they give Harden all the isolation plays. And yeah, and it works. They pretty much live in. They don't just live and die by the three. They live and die by James Harden. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I was saying with Russell Westbrook there, they're gonna put him at the two. Yeah. I mean, if they don't, put it's him logical. Two, it's I mean, it's logical because everybody's been saying that, and he was a um, shooting guard in college at yep. UCLA. I so. mean, that would be the, that would be smart. I honest, okay, so I haven't looked at the roster, so I might be wrong on this. And let me look. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the roster right quick, and I'm gonna tell you what this lineup should be. All right, let me pull up the roster right quick because off the top of my head, this is not a damn. This is not a bad roster. This is a damn good starting lineup, and it's actually a damn good starting lineup from top to bottom. They got it. They got everything. You can really look for, because I think Westbrook was an upgrade from CP3. Well, I'm gonna say upgrade in the right spot. Yeah, they because they got they, they got all the playmaking they need uh, within Harden. Exactly, they got the playmaking, and I, I think I think if they play this shit right, Westbrook will add that boost offensively that they need that can take the load off of Harden, which allow well, I think will allow him to show up more. Um, in, clutch, it's in clutch situations, and if you really look at how close they played the Warriors, if they had one more legit superstar that, that was money when they needed besides Hart, they would they would have probably been able to beat the Warriors. Let's be real. Absolutely, absolutely. Because um, I think I said in the group chat at that time, I was like, "Bro, the Rockets got a chance to beat the Warriors." Yep. You know, but I mean, it ended up with the Warriors uh, taking over. But let's not forget that, like I was saying earlier, that closeout game down to the last couple seconds, them niggas was knocking down threes. Mm-hmm. I remember Austin Rivers came down the court and hit up. He pulled up from like thirty, seemed like, or with the defense all over him, nothing but net, I believe. And they still end up losing the series, but everybody knows. If you know anything about basketball, that that Rockets team put them in like another era or some shit, like the mid two thousands, they would have easily won a championship the way they played. Exactly, and I think they also a product of uh, the times the times we're in. Like it's right. like some damn good teams that are playing right now. I got I'm looking at the lineup right here, and I mean I mean they don't really have a lot of depth, but like. The start lineup. I mean, I guess you could say you could put James Harden at point, um, Russell Westbrook at the two. Yeah. Now here's where it kind of gets a little, a little weird. Looking at the roster, I'm tempted to say Gerald Green at the three. Really. So you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, have him coming off the bench? Well, it looked like they don't really have. I mean, they have Eric Gordon. I would want to put Eric Gordon on the floor, but I wouldn't want to put him on the floor with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Yeah. 
You know, I don't think that's enough. Let me see. No, well, no I, I think, put PJ, I, PJ Tucker. My bad. I see PJ Tucker. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I you can play. PJ you Tucker. can play Tucker. Play Tucker at the the three. That's even better. So okay, I'll have Harden at the one, Westbrook at the two, Tucker at the three, Fareed at the four, Capella at the and then five. Capella at the five. And That's then you five. got, <laughs> and then you got Eric Gordon coming off the fucking bench. And we Green. already know how great of a shooter he is. Gerald Green is a three and D player. And they picked up a Mons Trumper, and they still got Tyson. Defensive player. They got Tyson, Tyson Chandler. Chandler, defensive player. And you got Gary Clark. You know, Gary Clark went to school with, with Dre and all, and with my boy. Yeah, with Dre. Yeah. On the come up. I mean, if it wasn't for the other moves, I would say this is not a bad route. That's not a bad line. I mean, that's still not a bad starting line. They just don't have no depth. Brett, but, oh, man, the Clippers, man. I don't know how. But I don't know how Doc Rivers can fuck that up, cause like that that team, bro. Like this, I need to pull up that whole team, bro, cause that team can win the next three titles, bro. In my opinion. yeah, let me look up. Let me look at that. They I, from the last I remember, they had at least four uh four All NBA selections of some type on their in their starting lineup. That's crazy. That shit, we've never seen no shit like that. I mean, we've seen the Warriors, you know, give us. Basically, three three to four offensive guards. We ain't seen like three to four lockdowns, like pure lockdowns, pure th- or, you know three and D lockdowns. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Bro, they got a three times six man of the year coming off the bench. He just averaged twenty last season. And I I looked it up early. You know how weird that is. That's the most he's ever averaged. I think that's his 15th season. He only averaged 14 points per game for his career. So, Which, that's still not bad. I mean, that's still pretty good. That's not bad at all. So, if he averaged 20 last year, who's to say he, he can't average 20 for the next, like, three to four years, bro? <laughs> bro. Even his 15th uh, year. The, the only thing with that um, – damn, hold up. I need to look at the lineup because I know his minutes are going to go down. Um, yeah, but they still—that's still like an offensive um, spark off the bench, a huge offensive spark. Yeah, that's even better. If his minutes go down, he need, his minutes need to go down in his fifteenth, sixteenth year. His minutes need yeah. to go down. If he if he just averaged twenty points a game in his fifteenth year, he found something. And then okay, his minutes go, can go down. That's even scarier. Okay, so I'm looking at their roster according to ESPN.com. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler, um, he can score some. Yep. He can play some defense. I don't know really about this guy, Angel Delgado. I don't know if he's like a – he's 24, 6'10", 245. Hold up. I'm trying to – I've never heard – yeah, I've never heard of him. He's a center. Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green is a, a power forward. Maurice Harkless. Maurice Harkless can play. Yep. He's a, He can shoot and play some defense. And we already know about Montreal or Montrez Harrell. He like emerged. Up. He emerged last year. He's yeah. a six eight power forward, bro. He's like he's like a new age power forward. Yeah, I agree. I think he's I think he's gonna be really good. I think they're sleeping on that. Landry well, let's not forget Landry Shaman. That motherfucker is a sharpshooter. Yeah. Landry uh Shaman. 
from Wichita State. Of course, Lou Will. Of course, Zubak. Uh, Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Motley. Um, Jerome Robinson at the two. I mean, but all, you look at they, the lineup, dude, the short, get lineup, man. the shortest player they have is Patrick Beverly at 6'1". And he, Everybody, and he was giving Kevin Durant a headache. Kevin Durant is damn near seven feet, and Patrick Beverly was putting clamps on him. So, Bruh, if you look at this lineup, okay, look at this lineup against against the Lakers. They can guard anybody against the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Can the Lakers stop? The Lakers, can they guard any – can they have a – the Lakers have a problem guarding this lineup for the Clippers, bro. I think so, too. Who would guard Paul George? Let's not forget, he just had his best fucking year. And I think yeah. he's in the one of the worst situations you could be in with a yeah. Paul dominant point guard who is not, in my opinion, I, I don't really even – he's a playmaker. But I think – I think hard, I mean, I think Westbrook is that fucking good. I don't think he's even really a natural playmaker. He was okay, now to be like the to play like that. I'm I'm looking at looking at the Lakers roster according to ESPN. Avery Bradley, we know he can play Tough, defense, and he got a wet ball. Contavious Caldwell Pope, he provides some offense. Alex Caruso, two guard. Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook can, I mean, he can facilitate, but he, his shot, I wouldn't say, is consistent like that. But As we saw, we saw hit, it. it hit. Yeah. When, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When he when he's consistent though, he's a problem. Of course, they got Demarcus Cousins for one year. I mean, we saw what he did like in the playoffs when he could play. He, and, he and provided what I, what some solid output. What did I say before? What did I say before? I said Demarcus Cousins. I said he needs to go either go to a, a shitty team to where he can have a lot of. He needs to have a whole year back on the, on his body to where yeah. he could be like that star, or he needs to stay with the Warriors. You know, this is back when the Warriors were still healthy with Kevin Durant. I was like, he needs to stay with the Warriors and come off the bench on a good team. I'm telling you, man, this 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 shit he about to do for the Lakers. We're gonna see a new Cousins, dude. Because yeah. this he gonna he's have this one year. If he, if it's not this year, I think next, bro, by the playoffs time, by playoffs, by the playoffs next year or by next season, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be old Cousins, dude. And it's, that's gonna be he's gonna be the X factor between. The Lakers and the Clippers, I think. Yeah, and I think uh, Cousins has realized, you know, he's not the same player anymore, but exactly. he can still he can still contribute. Um, got this guy named Troy Daniels. He's a six four small forward. That's interesting. Um, Position is basketball. Yeah, AD obviously. Jared Dudley, who can shoot a bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jared Dudley can shoot. Yeah, he he gives teams headaches. He Danny about Gr- shit. Danny Green, one of the best shooters in the league right now. Oh, he's and, a, one and of the best shooters player. of all time. <laughs> three and D, yeah, three and D player. I, I think he shot around like forty five percent last year from insane, the field. Insane. And he was like second team All NBA defense, All Defense, wasn't he? he uh, was like, I, be- I believe so. Yeah. Of course, they got LeBron, Kyle Kuzma, who's like a borderline All Star. And I think he's going to keep on improving. Javale, Javale McGee. That that's a big um, acquisition. I've always for them thought to he was really him. good. He always gave people headaches. I just think that people hated on him, but he's 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 really good. They well, got Ron relatively for his for his role. They got uh, they got Rondo back, so he can come off the bench and you know facilitate. I think the, I think Rondo about washed. I to be real, which I, I think because I, I think if it was old Rondo with that roster, yeah, 
that team would have, like last year, if that was like, you know, old Rondo, that team would have been, I mean, he would have been able to do something with that team, bro. But yeah. the fact that his his shot is bad, it's that fucking bad. Where when they play, who they play? They played the Bucks at the end of the regular season. These niggas just consistently left him wide open, and he missed the first like, eight shots in a row from behind the arc. Some man, some people just can never get the shot right. I mean, he's been in the league a long time. And you got, he he he's the he's the last he's one of the last members. Carmelo Anthony's one of them too. He's one of the last few members of the old NBA, the old Don NBA. Yeah. So like that Rondo name don't really like I'm when I hear when I hear Rondo I hear trash can honestly because oh like, shit no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a whole it's a whole new NBA my nigga you are, you better you getting cooked up like some eggs my nigga like you know what I mean like yeah he ain't got now, no shot he, he he's a he's a this is this is an analytics analytics based league he is a nightmare him and Carmelo this is why Carmelo. Not only did Carmelo get blackballed, but Carmelo, he just doesn't fit in today's NBA. This is why he struggled for the, the end part of his career. Yeah. Um, and they also got Lance Stevenson. What do you think about him? Really good pick. I, re- I really like Lance Stevenson for his role. He's, that's tough. But yeah. um, he's a wild card. Like, he you, never, you never know how well he's going to play. But at, at the end of the day, that roster is still not from the top from top to bottom. That roster is still not as complete. Because at the end of the day, LeBron don't want to see fucking Kawhi. Period, mm. bro. He don't want to mm-hmm. see Kawhi. Okay, and then you add in Paul George. He's playing. Paul George played at the MVP level. If it was any other year besides last year, Paul George would have won the MVP, dude. I agree. You got Paul George playing MVP level. Now let's not forget. You got, you got a top. Let's probably say top three, top three to five defensive point guard, a defensive guard in the NBA. Patrick Beverly's that man. He's that fucking good defensively, dude. As a guard on the perimeter. Yeah. They ain't got nobody that can. They ain't got nobody that can fuck with Patrick Beverly on the perimeter. He's gonna give your whole. He's gonna give your whole team headaches. So, it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see how this. Uh, this plays out. Um, now you brought up a name. You brought up a name that's still out there, that's still waiting. Um, is it about time for him to go to the big three, Carmelo? I, I think the only way Carmelo still survives in today's NBA is he would have to pull like a uh, Brook Lopez, man. Like he, he would have to pull like a. Or like a, like what Ray Allen did, like his game, like he got to literally be like, oh, in the corner, catch and shoot. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like he got some more. He got to accept that. Ray Allen accepted that. I think he's slow. He doesn't. He doesn't like to play defense. He's yeah. a he's a ISO player, but he doesn't have that. He doesn't nope. have like the crossover ability like a, a James Harden to get his shot off consistently. In today's league, mm-hmm. he's a he's, he's a uh, current day nightmare in, t- in the current day NBA. He would have to accept coming off the bench. I think that's his problem. Similar to, to accept uh, coming off the bench, similar to Allen Iverson when he was uh, still playing. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to accept coming off the bench. He had to accept coming off the bench and accept the role as being a shooter. 
Like, he'd have to be catch and shoot, corner, top of the elbow. Yeah. Like, no, none of that. Throw Melo the ball and let him run the clock down. This is not no dead ball NBA this ain't, no more. This ain't NBA Live 2005. It's not. We that ain't shit got was time. a classic, but yeah. We ain't got time. See, the only time we ain't only, – only players like Giannis and, like, Kawhi and – these players that are ultra talented that can that have that have an actual that have moves that can get a quick shot off and a higher an efficient shot. Now at one point it was an efficient shot, but he he he's not he doesn't he works too far into the shot clock, Carmelo, for today's NBA. He works way too far into the shot clock for uh his style of offense. It's too much of a dead the ball doesn't move enough. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because I, I disconnected for a few seconds and then it brought me right back. Uh, yeah, 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 I can hear you. Okay, but continue. Yeah, I was just saying he he's just a, a current day nightmare for him, these NBA teams. He doesn't play defense. He'd have to accept the role of coming off the bench. But I feel like if he was to accept that role, he still can. He, he still can. What shoot. team? What team do you think could use him? Uh, a team that can use Melo. Ooh, I can see him going. Uh, mm. cause I got one in mind, and they just made the playoffs last year for the first time in some years. Let me let me just really scan the landscape of the NBA right quick. I want to say I'm going to give you like three teams. I'm going to give you Utah, Portland. Okay. Portland. Mm, okay. So those are two two quick teams I can come up with. A third team, I want to give you somebody in the East. In the East, I'd have to say. Uh, that's tough, man. I don't really see a lot of teams in the East. Um, Indiana. Okay. Okay. Cause they just, I mean, they just got, um, they just let go of the shooter from Indiana who went to Utah. Wasn't it uh Bon uh Bonjanovic or am, yeah, am I wrong? It was Bonjanovic. Yeah, he just went to Utah. Yep. So and he was a small forward. Yep. Yep. But that would mean that that would mean that Melo would probably start, and I don't I don't see how that would work for that offense when you got Oladipo coming back from an injury and you got Miles Turner in the paint. Well, I think that's why it will work because Miles Turner is one of the best one of the best low post. You got you got rim protection with Miles Turner. Like you got rim protection on the level of Rudy Gobert. If you really look at the film, Miles Turner is. I think he. I think he got. A, did he get an All NBA selection this year? Uh, I'm looking it up. All All NBA defensive selection. I mean, dude, he's a he's a monster, bro. He is a fucking monster, bro. You can't pick and roll him. You can't do anything. You can't. If you want to switch him, go ahead and switch him. He can guard. He can guard the one and two. He. He didn't get a selection, but he did um, 
lead the league in blocks this season. So he got yeah, because he got snubbed. Yeah, he got snubbed because I think they had to give they gave somebody else the the nod because of how the positions are. I think he got snubbed. He he got snubbed. I know for a fact he got snubbed. Um, so they got they got that they got that paint protection with him, and you're gonna get the paint protection with Oladipo. And I think you know you put him in the starting lineup. He's gonna he's gonna kind of struggle defensively, but I still I feel like you can work around that because I feel like that team is naturally already like they're naturally talented already defensively. Yeah, and uh, they just picked up Malcolm Brogdon. Mm. Which I think, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, he's a pretty good player. So, so you got that's some a good, more. That's a good pickup for them. They got Jeremy Lamb. Bruh, from, so you uh, good. You good in the perimeter defensively. Yeah. You good Charlotte. in the paint. You good. So, yeah, I can see Melo fitting in with, with the Pacers. I mean, I don't know Bruh, what he would do with the chemistry. I didn't, I didn't even know. They they got a damn old Doug, Doug McBuckets on the team and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he just sitting there. Uh, Sabonis. Sabonis, oh, Sabonis is, is good. As a good, as a good young TJ Warren, TJ Warren can from, uh, play some Phoenix. Too. Yep, yep. He went to NC State. Yeah, bro. I can see Melo playing on that team, bro. Yeah, because they ain't really got. I mean, they only got like two sh- uh, small forwards, Doug McDermott and TJ Warren, and I think he could probably beat out Doug McDermott. So then you got you got a, you got wet ball. You got wet ball. TJ Warren, athletic. Yeah. Then you can you got veteranship. You ain't. I mean, Melo win in the regular season, but he is a. Let's for, let's not forget he's going to average over twenty points per game for his career. He's a Hall yeah. of Famer. <laughs> Absolutely, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the most. In fact, I think Melo is going to average over twenty five points per game for his career. I think he is. Let me. I'm about to check his stats. This shit's godly. Like his, I remember because. His point, his yeah, his shit's godly, bro. His shit's godly because if you look at his trends, he had a point where he was averaging at least twenty five a game for like eight or nine seasons straight, bro. Yeah, you, hey, you are you close for his career twenty four points a game. Yeah, bro, which is still fucking crazy, bro. Twenty four. That is, yeah, that is crazy. I think Jordan's only, I think Jordan's averaging like twenty eight, or Jordan might be averaging thirty for his. I think Jordan was averaging thirty for his career, which is crazy. He came out the gate, bro. 2003. Yep. He's 19 years old, averaging 21 a game. Yep. And then, like, I think from like year three through like year like like nine, excuse me, he averaged like 26 or 27 a game at least every year. Yeah, 26, 2005, 28, 2006. Well, that damn near 29, 2006. 25.7, 2007. Yeah, he had a drop off in. 2008 with 22.8, but he he picked it right back up. 2009, I think he was like an MVP candidate. For, uh, 28 points a game, bro. I think that was his first uh, season with New York. Yeah. And the, no, 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 no. I'm wrong. Uh, that was his uh, last season with. I uh, I think that was his last season with Denver. No, no, nah, that was his second to last season with Denver. Hey, yo, when they come to them numbers, man, I remember them numbers, bro. That shit, I I, I can see them boxes in my head. Yeah, that dude is like a hall. You you didn't you didn't name a team. There's one team that you didn't name that I think could potentially work for him if he accepts his role. Let me let me look at their roster real quick before I say. Well, uh, just give me give me a conference. I won't guess, but I'm gonna try to I wanna think about it before. Give me give me what conference they're in. 
Eastern Conference. All right. Eastern, okay. Yep, this works perfectly. I'm looking at their lineup, their roster. They only got one small forward, and they just drafted them. Hmm. Tell me. Detroit Pistons. I wouldn't even think of Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. They just drafted uh, Sequoy uh, Dumbunyo, yeah. who was like – he's like uh, Pascal Siakam. He he literally plays like him. Ooh, if you go look tough. at his highlights – if you look at his highlights on YouTube, he's only 18. But, bro, they, he's the only small forward they got, bro. Like, Melo could really easily come in and provide offense for them. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. They right got – they got – because, yeah, they got Jose Calderon. This motherfucker is 37. Jose Calderon. Wow, um, he's still playing? <laughs> still play. Hey, Vince Carter's still playing. He in his early 40s. That shit's crazy. They got Reggie Jackson, who, you know, he provides offense. They got Luke Kennard. He's a shooter. Thon Maker, who's still developing. Um. Oh, they just picked up Derrick Rose. I, I can't forget about that. I mean, people forget. That people. I don't know. Some For some reason, people forget that. Oh, no, Derrick. Didn't Derrick Rose win six man of the year? Nah, he uh uh Lou Will won. Lou Will won. Okay, so people forget that Derrick Rose is extremely close to winning six man of the year last year. And yeah. I think he's accepted that role. And I think Derrick Rose is the next Lou Williams, bro. He had a 50-point game last year. And I I, I think I'm gonna go out there and say it, man. I think Derrick Rose is gonna try to get himself moved to one of these big time teams to get him a ring, bro. Well, he just signed for two years with uh, Detroit, so. But here's the thing, Rose. See, Rose is looking like one of those players that can be that's gonna be moved around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same like D. Low. He looking like one of them players. It's just one of them players you can just trade. That's always a good trade. Player. Well, I I don't want to say that about uh, D'Angelo because he's really young. Well, I'm saying already he done got traded like three times, bro. He done been on three different teams. So already, well, yeah, this this is that. true. How do you think that dynamic is gonna work? With him in the Golden State, that's, because but that shit, that shit, okay, that that's the wild card. Niggas need to be looking at this lineup. Cause see, here's the thing, Clay Thompson, he's coming back from Achilles. See, I mean, uh, um, uh, um, ACL, anterior cruciate. Yeah, he he can recover from that shit. He can. Re- I mean, I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna go out there and say it. I, I I can see Clay Thompson having having a Paul George recovery this year. Okay. I, I really got that feeling. I think we're going to see Clay Thompson have a Paul George-like recovery. Clay is in his uh his prime right now. Um, and I think – I kind of feel like he – his uh we haven't seen the best of Clay because of the team he's been on. You know, he's – you could – I guess people could argue that he's a system player because he, he's alluded to it, obviously, in the way he plays. He needs a lot of help. Getting his shot, I don't sometimes. think, and I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think these, I think these, these twenty nineteen finals proved that, and I think the fact he that, can create, yeah, he can create without just catching and shooting, but he can literally score fifty points on like six dribbles too. And, that, and then if you want to, if you want to play the what if game, you know, if you want to play what if injuries didn't happen, I'm gonna say if they are, if Kevin Durant, if he was still hurt, but if. Only if Clay Thompson was healthy, they still they would have had a, they could have had a chance to beat the Raptors. 
Just oh, with, absolutely, absolutely. Just with Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Iguodala, and Green, because see, Clay and Thompson, if they bro, he's he's that good, dude. He proved something. If Clay, if Clay, um, didn't get hurt and they won, it would have been between him and the uh, Draymond Green, I think, as the Finals MVP. I think Draymond. Well, you know, I think Clay Thompson would have deserved it because of his, his. I mean, dude. But the, I mean, but then again, you gotta look at how. Went uh from the first time they won their title to now, Draymond is the essential piece. I think. Yeah, and I'm gonna that, tell you this: this team is this team ain't go nowhere. This team, bro, this team ain't go nowhere. People forget that analytics wise, analytics wise, do I have to remind people? Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. You oh so. Oh, so you're gonna say that? You you think Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA? When you look at this, when you look at the deep, when you look at the advanced statistics, when you look at the analytics, Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. <laughs> Still, I never. I, I okay. I never looked at him as the best player. I've always looked at him as like a top five, top three player. Okay, Steph Curry is a great player, but when you couple the analytics with this shit, when you look at them play. He is still, with the situation he he's in, he's still the best player in the NBA. He just won three rings. You know what I mean? Like he he just his their book is not over, bro. The impact that he just had on the NBA is huge, and still he's in his prom. He's, it's not over, but I don't think. Um, I think well, I think their dynasty is over. So they, I can, they, I can they'll be I can they'll still be in that. the com- they'll still be in the conversation. In terms of potentially going back to the finals, but in terms of winning titles, I don't see that happening for them no time soon. I, I think I think the Don I don't see them winning two, three, four in a row and no nothing crazy like that. But I can I want they be, still they could be like the Spurs and win like a couple years down the win road. One, you, know? you know, win one yeah. here, win there because yeah. people people don't people forget that they are like them. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry is like thirty five and thirty six years old. Like they just now like in their prom. Like they in the middle of their yeah. prom, bro. Clay Clay is 29, uh Curry is tw- uh 31. Okay. So, and the way it's looking, niggas is playing all the way up to their 40s. So, I mean, you can bro, and these are shooters. Yeah. Are the two shooters, the two bro. greatest the two greatest shooters we've ever seen in the league, bro. This ain't like see LeBron is an anomaly. That nigga's an, an anomaly. LeBron that's not going to happen all the time. But a nigga that that's the skill base, like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Look at Ray Allen. How long did Ray Allen play? <laughs> I'm about to look that up. He played at a high level every, his whole career. And I think 18, 18 seasons. He played at a high level every year of his career. And I think Steph Curry and Clay Thompson better than Ray Allen. Oh yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. I, I think they can play 18 years at a high level, bruh. So let me tell you how this team looks. If they don't, if they don't move D'Lo, this team is still a good fucking team, bro. If Clay Thompson comes back with the roster they have, people forget how good Looney played. People forget how good Looney played. They finally got a good piece. Like they finally got a good two-way rim protector. Now, now do you think they'll run a lineup like this? Curry at the one, Russell at the two, Clay at the three. Draymond at the four, and then Looney at five. No. Here's what they're going to do. Well, here's what they should do. 
with if Clay come back. Here's what they should do. They need to have D'Lo at the one. D'Lo at the one. Put Steph at the two. And I'm going to tell you why you need to have Steph at the two off ball. Steph is the one of the best players off ball in the NBA. Because he, he look how he just runs around screens the whole time. Yeah. He runs, he runs around the court. And we ain't really seen him. He gets his money off ball and in transition. You put Steph at the two. Now you talking about you put Steph at the two with a real point guard. We bro, we ain't seen like bro. You put Steph at the two. Okay, you got Steph at the two. Put Clay at the three. Put Draymond at the four. Put Looney at the five. That lineup right there, bro. That I would put that lineup right there. I'm confident with that lineup right there against any team in the NBA, bro. I hear that, but. What do they have coming off the bench? Because that was a big problem uh, against the Raptors. They didn't have depth. And I don't think they, they still don't have depth. They don't. <laughs> With them getting bro, ready they, to cook, look, they, let's really, see. they cooked that. They really actually, cooked them up, bro. Actually, Looney might come off the bench because uh, Willie Colleystein is seven feet. Oh, whoa, whoa. Ka- they got Kayvon, Willie Ka- Kayvon Looney is only 6'9". So I'll put I'll put Willie Colley Stein at the at the, at the uh, five. Oh, let's not forget they got Andrew Bogut who knows the system. I'll put Willie Colley Stein at the five. Andrew Bogut, I mean he's about old as hell. So yeah, I'll he's put, he's, uh, he's thirty four. Willie Colley Stein is ultra athletic and people are asleep on that nigga, bro. You put him with somebody like D'Lo, a, a pure playmaker, bro. Holy shit! You put D'Lo at the one. You 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 rotate between D'Lo, uh, Draymond. And then Steph at the one. Steph would be your like, bro. Yeah, that's what you do, bro. But this this bench though, bro. Like it's so okay. They, yeah, bro. They got this nigga named Alec Burks. I don't remember him. He's from Utah. Alec Burks, Jacob Evans. Uh, he's a shooting guard. Jonas Jarebko, who is hit or miss. Yeah, Jarebko. Sean Livingston, who is pretty old, he's like 33, and I think he's about to be done. Um, I think Al- he got some Al- shit left in the tank, man. I think Alfon- he's he going to pull Lou Will numbers. Alfonso McKinney, who, I mean, he just isn't I a I think he's going to improve. They got Glenn Robinson the third. That's um, not bad. Omari Spellman, who I don't know I don't much know about. <laughs> they got some other people that I don't know about. So. But they let go of um, – What's his name? Jordan? Jordan Bell. They let go of Jordan Bell. Oh, yeah. And he was a good uh, person for them to have coming off the bench. So, they bench is suspect, bro. So, yeah, I don't – Yeah, that's a suspect bench right there. I mean, I think – I mean, obviously, they'll still make the, the playoffs, but I don't know about them being in the championship conversation. But here's the thing. We're in a transition period of the NBA where we got a lot of no-name players that I feel like we ain't – we don't we don't know how they're going to perform until they perform. You feel Bruh, me? Hachimura. Hachimura. <laughs> You might be right about that nigga. He might be the one, bro. I don't know. I, I don't know. He I mean, he played great his last game. His first couple games, he struggled. But his last game, 9 of 12, 25 points, I think like nine rebounds. Yeah, bro. He looked like, he looked like a god. Who, who did he get drafted to? Washington Wizards. Oh, shit. That's, they, that, that, the NBA ain't want to see that. Bro, you know what? He just signed a contract, too, I think, with Jordan. Because, you know, he the first, like, Korean player. Yeah. Or some shit. He's black and Korean, I think. So yeah, he getting that bag. 
early. Bro, I don't know why these niggas ain't signing with like Puma or like New Balance or like Asics. Right. Like, these niggas I, need to like go off like right, right field, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Go right field, bro. Like that New Balance shit, bro. Kawhi's, Kawhi's smart as fuck for signing with them. He's the only like athlete, I think, with them He's for basketball. Genius, bro. He's a genius, bro. He's a genius. Like the way he, so they gonna the way cater he, to like, him with the Lakers. The way he like fuck with the Lakers, so they yeah. wouldn't nobody know the players when he knew he was probably signing with the Clippers old. Bro, the way he moves reminds me of myself, bro. He's a fucking genius, dude. I rock with his energy, and he don't want to be bothered, bro. He just want to get his check and play play the I game. I mean, he he's a true he's a true introvert introvert. Yeah, like he just there to play basketball, collect checks, and um just go home to the fam. It don't seem like it means that much to him, honestly. Um, I mean, I think you know he's probably he's probably happy now that he's getting, you know, he's I mean he's getting his just due, but he never I don't think he's ever looked at himself as being the centerpiece. Even when uh he was with the Spurs, and you could clearly see that the big three they were almost done, and Kawhi was the number one player. Kawhi, to me, I don't think he wanted to accept that role. Well, I think he did. I think he did, and I think he does. I just think the Spurs didn't want to. I didn't. I, I think he felt like he was in handcuffs with the Spurs, and I think that that that's shown. Yeah, we. Yeah, we, dude. Because you have seen a the uh, San Antonio Spurs Kawhi hitting that fadeaway to win the semifinals yeah. against the Seventy Sixers. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could envision him doing that with the San Antonio Spurs. Because yeah, he, I don't, he I don't didn't, I mean, doing he, that with the Spurs. He didn't, he didn't have the free will. He didn't. He, he played he in pop system. He played in pop system. Pop would have probably kicked it out to somebody that's a better shooter. Tim Duncan, he, he either got it to the right to the right to the damn, he either got it right to the damn box, or kicked it out to a better shooter, bro. But Toronto treated him like everybody knew. Um, I mean, like everybody know knows who he is. Like he's. If not the best, he's top three, top two player in the league right now. I still um, think it was dumb for him to leave the team that he bro, they, championship. Bro, but, I mean, he's not. This he, nigga was about to get signed to OVO, bro. He was about to sign niggas to OVO and, you know, have his royalties and shit. Like, this nigga could have been the next six guy. There could have been two six guys, but he didn't, he didn't want it. Like, bro, he stayed there one more year. He said, like, I mean, he already said. But he, right. he stays, bro. He stays there one more year, one more year, bro. One new nigga, bro. bro. All the restaurants said that nigga can eat free for life. You stay there get, one more year. He didn't care. He's just like, yeah, um, I want to go see uh, Niagara Falls, and I'm going back to Compton. Yeah, that be a real life <laughs> nigga. Hey, that's, I resonate with that shit. Because if I was yeah. put in that same situation, I would have probably done the same thing, bro. Yeah, I think he's gonna play even better. He's gonna be back home. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you know it's probably a a home. Town, well, not a hometown, but it's probably like a big dream of his to play in LA. I mean, I'm a, he, and I'm gonna tell you what I think he's gonna improve on. What he's naturally gonna be able to improve on with this Clippers team, his playmaking. Yeah, naturally, his playmaking. That's his, that's, that's like his only. Don't want to see. That's like his only um, weakness in his that game. Trash, bro. That shit is fucking trash. Like, this nigga, like, bro, you're a fucking robot. Give me that shit. His his IQ. And transition when passing the ball, he just don't have it. He just don't have the notion of where to like pass it or when to pass it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, 
That's like the only thing I think he's lacking in his game. That literally is the only weakness, bro. But that's like a big weakness. Like, you know what Cause I mean? Because I, I think, like, coming from that pop system, pop don't allow you to make too many mistakes before he pulls you out of the game. So, so now we're about to see some real shit. And I think we're about to see some real shit. Right. I, don't think, I think we're about to see a Kawhi Leonard that we ain't saw yet, bro. Yeah, he's just now entering his prime, I would say. We're about to see Kawhi Leonard that we, have, we haven't seen, dude. Like, we're about to see... They about to have Kawhi at the one. Damn, they're gonna have a lineup, but they're gonna have Kawhi at the one. Paul George at the two. Damn, they're gonna have Harold out there, Zubak out there, Lou Williams out there. That shit gonna look crazy, bro. Bruh, like that team is like, I mean, it's stacked, dude. It is stacked with shooters, defenders, a superstar put Lou talent. At the one. Put Lou Will at the one, Kawhi at the two, Paul George at the three, Harrow at the four, Zubak at the five. Bro, that team is going to be hard to beat. Like, I mean, I don't see how they can lose like that. I say they win easily over 60 games next year. 50 to 60. It's just because I feel like one thing that I've noticed with these teams, with the parity increasing, is that a lot of these teams don't have any depth. We don't know how that's going to – how that with, – with injuries and shit, we don't know how this going to affect all these teams. You know yeah, I mean? and we, we got to – and we got to pay attention to the um that injury that Kawhi was dealing with throughout the playoffs. Yeah, bro, he's still – that's I think he's still dealing with that quad shit too, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit ain't no joke. I think he'll be all right at the end of the day. So, you – okay, so the injury with – uh, KD rupturing his uh, what is it? His tendon. What yeah, was Achilles it? tendon? And um, Clay Thompson tearing his ACL. You said the uh, KD injury is worse. Yeah, it's a worse. Okay, so I work in the medical field, so I'll just break. I'll break it down for you. For the sports that they play, they're both critical injuries. ACL is your anterior cruciate ligament. Basically, what a ligament is, it connects the bone to bone. So, um, what that what that ligament does, is it connects your uh, femur to your fibula, which is your thigh bone to your lower leg bone to your big lower leg bone. But it's the main ligament that goes through the middle of your knee that stabilizes your knee. Uh huh. Okay, you tear that, you're like really. I mean, that shit is that's it's a critical shit because your ligaments don't really have a natural blood supply. That's why when you tear shit like ligaments, it's hard for them to regenerate because they don't have a blood supply. And once you're whatever your whatever ligaments you're born with, you have to keep. You can't just go into a lab and create a ligament and have it. Damn. Made. So so damn. No 3D printing is gonna help. Yeah, like you can't have, you can't, no matter what you fucking do, you can't go into a lab and mimic a ligament that somebody's naturally born with. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, it's impossible. So, in a way, it's always going to be, I mean, that's not saying that you can't improve and you can't, you know, live a better life. Some, some cases that can happen, but it's that ligament is not the same as the original one. But with that being said, like I was just saying, with modern medicine, with how nutrition is, if you tear an anterior cruciate ligament, Adrian Peterson, he actually showed that. He was one of the players where he tore his ACL. He came back in six months. And the year he came back, he actually should have broke the NFL rushing record 
This nigga came back in six months and came back after a critical injury and came back at a higher level. He's just a special, a special athlete, man. He's a special athlete and he's the product of good medicine too. So, I think with you know with the ACL injury with the clay with Clay Thompson's body type with his play style with where we're at in medicine, he can come back from he can come back from the ACL. You know, I can but, sit out for a little bit like but, it ain't really much. But uh, but KD. He's going to come back a different player? I think KD will come back a different player just because with his play style, with the sport that he plays. Because, see, here's the thing. With the sport he plays, everybody has to jump. You have to have some type of lift off, period, right. as an NBA player. You have to have a have lift off. You have to have that first step, that first But, bruh, but, but KD, though, he's one of the best scorers we've ever seen, bro. And not many people can, like, block his shot. That's true. I'm saying I feel like his productivity could possibly drop off, but it won't drop off much. And with that being said, if it doesn't drop off much, <laughs> that le- that leads into that that leads into the next question. When he comes back, where do you see the Brooklyn Nets being? Well, I think with the Brooklyn Nets, I think <laughs> I think the problem that we need to look at with the Brooklyn Nets is if they start losing, I don't think Kyrie's head is going to be in it. I think he's going to want to leave. I think that's going to be the problem with them. Really? I think – I mean, I mean, Kyrie is from New York. I would think he would want to play there. I, I mean, I understand that. I just feel like if they start losing, I don't – if they start losing, it's going to be like a repeat Boston again. So, do you think Kyrie kind of – he's a quitter? He's not a quitter. I just think he is a different – he's just a new age player. Shit, he just knows he can move. He, he's, he can move. He can move around. Yeah, like I, I seen um, Skip, Skip, you know, from um, Undisputed. He was talking about some or, – or the headline on the YouTube video was saying these players, like, demanding trades and moving around like this isn't good for the league. I didn't, watch, I didn't <laughs> watch the video, but I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, this is the freedom that they should have always had. To be able to play where they want to play, like not be confined to some damn long ass contract, and you got to stay with the team and shit. Like, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm gonna be real. Like Kevin be Garnett, real. bro. What makes sense for Kevin Garnett to stay in Minnesota for like 11, 12 years? Bro, there ain't no, there ain't no niggas in Minnesota, bro. Like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, what if Kevin, what if Kevin Garnett would have moved around? What if Kevin Garnett would have joined the Lakers, bro? Right. Hold. What if Kevin Garnett would have joined the Celtics earlier? What if Kevin Garnett would have joined the Supersonics? Like, bro, like, um, even going to Boston, like, nigga, I don't want to go to Boston. That's like, that's never been a city that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go to Boston and just On go for the weekend too, bro. Probably one of the most racist cities in the country, and play the play sports there. Fuck that. Hey, I'm, nah, I ain't gonna lie though. I, I I was looking at, I've been, I've been looking at, uh, I, I follow this guy named Ronan Man. He talk, he does like, um. Self improvement videos, and he like had a GoPro strapped to his head and was walking around Boston in the summertime. Uh huh. Um, like last year, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That Boston looked like a fuck. That shit looked lit as hell. Like, like right now, right now would be the well, time to go to I, Boston, bro. I've been I've been seeing people on my uh, IG. They've been posting pics and stuff from Boston. Bro, so I mean, like right not, now, I ain't gonna, right like, now would be the time gonna, to go to Boston. Right I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna shit on the city, like. Completely. I'm just uh, specifically talking about sports, how they've treated uh, 
black players and uh, yeah, players mean, of color. With that being said, I mean, we regular ass niggas. If I was an NBA player, I wouldn't want to play in Boston. Right. The fuck? Hell no. I wouldn't want to play in Boston. If I was an NBA player, I would want to go far away from Boston. I think the Nets is a perfect fit for him, bro. I really do, but I, 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 I'm I'm interested to see how he will re, like respond. My my thing is is like we've seen him in Boston, and we've seen that he clearly Kyrie really isn't a leader, bro. He's not. He's not he a doesn't leader. Want to rebuild? He's a good. He's a good wingman, a great wingman. And Durant's but, not a leader. Yeah, we can, I yeah. think that's the we, problem. I think I think that's the only problem that you will get out of that next team is the fact that I feel like I was about to put in a group message the other day being funny, and I was like, it's, I think it's going to be too much feminine energy with them in the, <laughs> the same locker room. <laughs> if, nah, if it don't I, go their way, I think uh, you know, KD he got to chill out and some moves and shit. Bro, that nigga breakdancing, bro. He breakdancing. You see how hard he was going in the pregame, bro? <laughs> this nigga doing down. He doing down mid-summer. He doing late summer down. Motherfucker look like a rock and suck on robot. The way he was kicking his legs and shit. I was yeah, like, bro. bro, what the hell is he doing? Bro, that shit looks so funny looking back, man. And then he just blew his whole fucking Achilles. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Brooklyn Nets got one of the best uh, memes right now with that video with uh, Cardi song. Hell That's, yeah! You talking about the bitch mom? Uh, no, no, no. The uh, smoking dope like Kid Cudi. I took up like Kid Cudi. When like they when got, they dancing. Yeah, yeah, they got they got the bitch mob dancing. They got D-Lo. Yeah, like, bro, that shit hard, bro. Bro, that shit funny hard. as hell, bro. Hey, New Hey, yeah, man. New York is a good spot, bro. I told you, bro. New York Nets is a good spot. It's a good spot, but. Bro. Yeah, I don't think that I ain't, I ain't worried, bro. That team against like the Clippers or the Lakers won't stand a chance. I think that they'll be um, in the conversation in terms of like Eastern Conference. I think it yeah. could be like a top four seed once KD comes back. But I don't know, man. I don't know how he. We don't know how he's going to come back if he's going to be the same player, and that's a big, uh, that's a big deal for them. But what I will say is, there's another team for New York. Um, I know that we got, you know, people that fuck with New York, you know, uh, Zach, that's his team and shit, but uh, let's be real, man. I was going to post in the group chat being funny, but those first couple summer league games, I know it's just summer league, but RJ Barrett was struggling like a motherfucker, bro. I I don't even watch the summer league, bro. He was struggling that bad. Bro. All right. Let me, let me pull up some stats real quick because it was that bad, bro. Like people were calling him a bust. (laughs) After like the first game, God. But he he's pulled it together in the They're last. Game he was gonna be the next D Wade. Nah, I don't know about all that. Nah, he <laughs> pause. You know, he might be. He might be. The, <laughs> nigga might end up being the next damn. Uh, okay, so he's a two guard. I'm trying to think of some two guards. He might be the next. Well, he was a point guard. He might end up being like the next damn. Smush Parker or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> God damn, bro. Like, man. Nah, but his stats, bro. Hold up. I'm about to. You ain't going to at least say he ain't going to be the next Lance Stevenson. Or you ain't going to at least give him that. Nah, because I think even Lance <laughs> Stevenson, he knows how to play more under control. I think I think Lance Stevenson, though, bro, like that nigga just has tunnel vision, and that's what R.J. Barrett has, too. I think man, he has to work on his. Man, it could have been that bad. 
Bro, it was, bro. I'm trying to Ooh, find. Yeah. I'm trying to find his stats. Hold up, let me see if I can. Images. His last game, he played well. Uh, twenty-one points, ten rebounds, three assists. So he played well in his last game. But his first couple games, shit, man, my that shit was rough. That nigga looked like a damn D three player. <laughs> God damn, D three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, D three, bro, real. No, I'm I'm serious, bro. Like, why the f- I'm trying to find an article that has like the percentage. Okay, so for his his third game, he went seventeen points, ten rebounds, and six assists, which wasn't bad. Six of fourteen from the field, one of four from three. But I'm thinking about the first two games how he played. Okay, this is buried through the first three games. Thirty. 0.7 minutes per game, 11.7 points per game, 8.3 rebounds per game, 2.7 assists per game, field goal percentage, 28%. 28%? Dude? Yeah. 28%. Oh, boy, that's tough. There ain't no excuse for that. I can't. Goddamn, where is that damn? Bro, that's there. enough, bro. That's, that's through the first three games? First three games, yeah, 28% field goal percent. But that means he had to have games where he averaged less than 20%. Bro, he shot – I got to find that clip. It was like – I think he shot like six of 20-something from the field in one of the games. What? He was just – he was just like trying to do way too much. But I think – I mean, that comes with playing in a big market or the biggest market in the league, which is New York. There's yeah. a lot of pr- There's a lot of pressure on him to become – like the savior of the franchise. And I just don't think he's ready to have that uh, type of pressure on him. You got to give I him mean, like three he's years. Not dominant enough in, he's not dominant enough in one area. And he's not, well, he's not like talented all around enough for me to say, yeah, he can like transform a um, franchise. Brad, this is his stats from one of the games. I think the first one of the first two games, nine points, seven of 33. Get the fuck out of here, bro. 7 to 33, 21% field goal percent. 2 of 13 from the three, 15%. 2 of 8 from field free throw, 25%. 5 turnovers. And he's supposed to be a point guard. Get the fuck out of here. Or a shooting guard. Yeah, bro. bro. They was kicking his ass up, bro. Are you shit, dude? 7 of 33 is crazy. Bro, that's that's like my career numbers, dude. (laughs) Nigga, that's that's prime Westbrook number right there. What you mean? That's prime Westbrook. That's what I was about to say in the group chat. I was like, uh, RJ Barrett looking like the next Westbrook, and I was going to post his stats. Nah, he ain't even looking that good, bro. Like, bro, like, them niggas was comparing him to fucking T-Mac. On YouTube and shit, I was looking at different videos. They were they kept comparing him to Tracy McGrady. I mean, you think about college basketball. They already had Zion Williamson. So, like, who – you're going to put your best defender on Zion. You're going to put your best defender in college basketball on Zion. Right. So, like, you put a – you put a a, 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 a NBA bench player on, you know, on, on Zion's team, then who you got to guard him? You're going to have a plumber guarding him. Right. You're gonna have a motherfucking you're gonna have an accountant or a nurse guarding that nigga. Oh shit. <laughs> you have a motherfucker that's about to graduate with a college degree guarding nigga that's about to play in the NBA. So maybe all the stats and all the shit that he got when he was at Duke was a product of the fact that Zion was on his team. <laughs> yeah. But I doubt I mean, it. I don't know, bro. Like that 
I mean, let's just say it is summer league, and he's just playing against a lot of people that aren't going to make the team, and he's playing against people or playing with people he has no chemistry with. That too. And, I mean, that's a shitty franchise also. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, it is just summer league, you know. So, we'll see. We'll see how he develops. I still think there's a good chance he could become, like, at least like a, a um, like a solid starter over his career. Yeah, not a star, but I think he could believe. I I think he be, he can become like a good um, a good starter for like a potential like playoff team or whatever down the road. But let's be real though, uh, Zion went out with like a a minor injury in summer league his first game, so they uh they're keeping him out the rest of the games. Or I think I think it's done, but we gotta pay attention to that because we did see how he got injured in uh college, and we yeah. see how explosive he is, nigga jumping from the free throw line in practice, like he playing too reckless, man. Yeah, and they already say he looked like he done gained some more weight, you know, <laughs> from being in New Orleans, bro. He eating all that damn crawfish, hey, that damn jambalaya. Hey, he, he gullet, but he know it. That's he. He at home. That. He gullet too, shit. He be, that's how he, he eating down there, collard greens. The th- the only thing is, yeah, we know how explosive he is. He's very unique. Um, but I don't know if he's gonna be able to support all that weight. Like yeah. for over time, games? yeah, over time that shit's gonna wear him down. I mean, we know his athleticism is through the roof, but yeah, man, I think he. I still got really high hopes for him, though. I think he can be like a superstar eventually. Or at least an all star. I think his bottom, his uh, I think his floor is a um, an all star. His ceiling is a superstar, like top five player in the league, potential MVP. I think he could be that in today's NBA. Now, if we were looking at this from like the '90s or something, he wouldn't be nothing more than like a role player. I think coming off the bench. Okay, I can but, see that. But the game is so pos- positionless now. He's a He's like a six-six with six-seven with shoes, power forward in today's NBA. So, what if he turns out to be like a Justice Winslow? That's not bad because Justice Winslow is a good rotational player. That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, it's looking like he's gonna be the starting point guard. Yeah, that's not. He's... I mean, that's not bad at all, as long as he don't turn into like a fucking Anthony Bennett or some shit or. You see, I think you see what uh, I think the Rockets, the Rockets picked up Anthony Bennett. Yeah, that's why I mentioned him because somebody say he looked like Zion or whatever. Oh God. <laughs> so, so they're like, uh, they're like negative two point Zion. Oh God. <laughs> but uh, nah, man, I think um, I don't know, man. I don't know what Anthony Bennett can do because they did pick that dude number one overall, Cleveland. Wow. But dude, let's be real though, who? Let's be real. Wiggins' career has been pathetic, to be honest. Yeah, it's been it's just it's been terrible. Wiggins might be one of the softest players in the league, and he's playing with Towns, who's regarded as one of the softest centers. But Towns is potentially a MVP candidate down the road, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy about Wiggins is didn't he average like twenty point six points his first season? I don't know. Like, Wait, he had uh, like points a game. I got to his first year or eighteen or something like that. I'm about to pull that up real quick. It was something. It was something promising. Like, and we were because that's why we when we were talking the other day. They were saying Donovan Mitchell 
They were yeah. Saying- yeah, bro. Like, his first season, 18 points a game. No, no, no. Yeah. No, my, no, I'm wrong. His first season, uh, 17 points a game. Next season, 21. Next season, 24. And then the season after that, with 2017, 18. And then 18 again for 2018. So, I mean. He's played. Honestly, he's played most of the games. 82 for his rookie season. 81, 82, 82, and 73. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not what people expected from him. Bro, he averaged 18 points last year. I know, but. That's not bad. But when you get that LeBron comparison, bro. There's so I mean, much. That's other people's fault. He probably, he probably, he's playing just like how, not how we thought he should play. Because I mean, he he did, bro. He had like a damn, what was his vertical? Like fifty over fifty inches. It was something crazy. He had one of the highest verticals I think in history. I remember that picture, bro. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen, bro. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, I mean, but like that's he averaged twenty. He started average. I think he averaged like at twenty one. Then he averaged at 24, and he yeah. kind of dipped down. He dipped after down a little bit. He averaged 21 his, after his second year. That was actually a good year his second year. So I'm not going to say – Wiggins, obviously, he's not a fucking bust or anything. He's just not what people expect him. I think people expect him to be an all-star. I agree. But I mean, he's, he just ain't there. Those, and, those stats still don't really tell the picture, but those are I'm, still like empty stats. I mean, but look at what Butler – was saying about him. He pretty much was saying he was soft, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't really putting his all or uh, effort into the game or whatever. But let's I, be honest, but Jimmy Butler's a good – he's a good player in a league with great players in his position. That's true, but Jimmy Butler, I still would say, is a top five shooting guard. He is, but I still think there's a big drop-off between the top, like, two, three. Who do you got as the top three? As shooting guards, I would have a pure shooting guards. Okay. You have to have Paul George up there. Yeah. But is it can't Paul George play the three too? He is can't he, play the he can't play the three. Is he I, technically I think, a three or a two? Because I don't know. I think he, he's interchangeable. Like he plays both of the positions. He's interchangeable, but I think after him in Westbrook, he would I mean him and OKC, he was more of a two guard. Okay. I think with his with his, with his steal numbers, with uh, uh, his three point percentage and how he played, he's more of a two guard than what he played. Wait a minute. So that so that means you got him over James Harden. Well, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Harden next. So if if I was gonna rank it, I would have Harden one, um, Harden number one, Paul George two. Oh, um, I give the I give the nod to um uh, Paul George, but continue. The reason why I give Harden number one is because I still feel like, I mean, I think I think George is more, is a more complete player, but I still feel like Harden is that dominant offensively. Like at yeah. the end of the day, he's he's a glitch offensively. Like he's unguardable. I I would have him. I would take I would take James Harden. So over Paul I, I'm, George. I'm I'm pretty sure I know where you're going at three. Um, at three, actually. Shit, man, that's you got you got Clay Thompson at three. I mean, personally, I I look I look at Steph Curry more like a two. Also, I mean, like I mean, I I guess if if you're looking at if you're looking at like okay, if you're looking at right now, I would have a Steph Curry at the one, Clay Thompson at the two. So if I have Clay Thompson at the two and I still have Steph Curry at the one, 
then I would put Clay Thompson at three. Okay. But I mean with D I, I I look at Clay Thompson now as a three. Um Steph Curry as a two. I don't I mean, but let let's just say for argument's sake, for this like what their their primary position is. So or what they like would if you, they were to go to any team, what they would okay. what they would play first is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, okay, Harden one. George two. Clay Thompson three. Um let me make sure I just want to scan through the teams in my head. Just to make sure I ain't forgetting nobody else. Cause there's a couple, there's three names that can fit into the last two spots. I think. I mean, personally, I would take McCollum over Jimmy Butler. Oh, damn. I No, there's four names. I, I wasn't even thinking about McCollum. I would take McCollum over Jimmy Butler. So, I mean, honestly, okay, so I'll give you the top three because it's getting kind of cloudy after that. The top three, I'd have Harden at one, Paul George at two, Clay Thompson at three. Okay, after that, with I mean. Let's think, let's think about the teams. McCollum. Devin Booker, um, Bradley Bill, uh, um, and uh, Jimmy Butler. I would probably have to put Jimmy Butler at five. I, I would probably give Jimmy Butler the nod over over Bill right now. What about so Devin Booker isn't in the picture? Devin Book. I would probably put Devin Booker right outside the top five. I'm gonna tell you why because. I feel like a lot of his a, a lot of his stats are empty stats. Like he's a really he's a volume shooter. He's a volume a shooter, team, bro. Yeah. He's a, it's, those are empty stats. Like we don't really know how good he really is. Like okay, you get seventy points, you get 70, 60 points against the Celtics in a regular season game in February. Like that don't really matter. Like it doesn't fucking D-Lo, Any any of these niggas can do that shit if they really wanted to do that shit, bro. That's how good they can shoot in a regular season game. So like. I'm not saying he's not talented. When it comes to talent, he's more talented. When it comes to pure talent, he's third on that list when it comes to talent. Okay. I when it okay. comes to pure talent, he's number three shooting guard. But he, he, yeah. When it comes to like when it comes to the big picture, and as of right now, I would have to put Jimmy Butler at five. I would have to put um Jimmy Butler at five, McCullum at four, Clay at three, um, George at two, Harden at one. I got it. George one, uh, Harden two. Honestly, bro, like it's kind of hard for me at, at two and three because I think Clay is right there, bro. I, I do think he's right there. Um, but I, I kind of got it as like a tie between Harden and Clay, to be honest, at two. Um, because again, like you said, complete. Clay is more of a complete player than Harden is. Harden is just an offensive god. Well, um, I, I I I disagree with you a little a, a little bit on that because I'm gonna tell you why. I think if when you look at the real, when you look at the true statistics, James Harden is a really is not. No, nah, I'm not gonna say really good, but James Harden is a good defender, bro. His steals numbers actually increase. I think he's averaging damn near. If I remember correctly, he was averaging over 1.5 steals a game, which is not bad, bro. It's not bad at all. So think about it. He's, okay. Think about it. He, the, he 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 he's isolating forty eight percent of the time when he's on the court. His his usage rating is 
one or two. It's going to be at least one or two in the league. Honestly, couple- okay, this is how I got it. I, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so I got it. George one, Harden two, Clay three. Ah, damn. McCullum or Butler. Damn, I shit. I mean, you can't go, you can't go wrong either way. So okay, I don't I'll think put, you I'll can put, go wrong. Okay, I put wrong with okay, yeah, I'll put I'll put McCollum at four, Butler at five, Bill at six, and then at seven you got Devin Booker. You said Bill, Bill at six, he's right outside the top five. Yeah, and then you got Devin Booker, and then yeah, that's it. I think, but I. I, I Oh, well, if you want to say, okay, if you want to say talent-wise, Bradley Beal is actually probably more talented than all of them except for – I'll probably put Bradley Brad, Beal at three I, I and think we, Booker we, four. We've seen over the past couple of years how good Bradley uh, Beal has become. That's why I was thinking about putting him over Butler. But we haven't seen him really in, like, the playoffs like that. So we don't know how well he will play in certain, you know, circumstances. We've seen Jimmy Butler. We know he's he's a clutch. Yep. Bradley Bill can put up points in the regular season, but I don't know, bro. I think he's gonna have to leave Washington. I think him or James. I think him or James Wall will have to leave. And I think if that would happen, I think that team would probably move up a spot or two. Also, yeah, For real. I think it, it, either one of them, bro. If either if just one of them leave, James, if John Wall leave, they would improve. If Bradley Bill leave, that team will improve. It's basketball is weird, bro. Basketball is so weird. Like teammate chemistry goes a lot more. Like that teammate chemistry means so much more in basketball than like really any other sport. And I think it's one of the only sports. Well, it's not the only sport because you can say it in football, but with football you can kind of mask it with other players. Now, basketball is like one of the only sports where like you can have two great players who have alternating alternating play styles that can actually hurt your team. Yeah, but I think Wall is such a like unselfish player. He's a passer first. Yeah, um, I just think it, it, over the last couple of years, you know, Wall has seen the development and Bill, and now it's it's starting to think. Well, people in general are starting to think: Is it really Bradley Bill's team or is it John Wall's team? You don't really know. And like John Wall, he he might find himself in a similar situation like Kemba Walker if he keeps playing around, bro. Yeah. So he might as well go ahead and cut the core early himself. Now we talked about shooting guards, so I was saying I, I was thinking like, fuck it, like might as well if we can even do this because this one's hard. Top five point guards. Point guards. Um, I mean it's tough, man. This position is basketball. I mean because. You can technically also look at, like, James Harden as a point guard because it's assist numbers. You can look at West Westbrook's a point guard. But, I mean, shit, Ben Simmons is technically a point guard. Simmons. Um, technically, Jokic yeah, he, is a yeah. point guard. Technically, Draymond, you know, yeah. uh, Justice Winslow. Um, you can probably put LeBron yeah. right there because LeBron averaged over, like, I think he was averaging five assists. Um, you can put, you know, of course, definitely Kyrie. Um, all right, I'm about to just throw it off the whim, off of like traditional, and then if we if we want, we could do like 
just a positionless point guard. Okay. Top five. Okay. Yeah, that'll All right, for tra- traditional point uh, top five, Curry, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Westbrook, and um, ah uh, shit. Um, that's where it, it's tough because I want to say Kimba, but yeah, damn, fuck it. I'm all right. Yeah. All right, so Curry, Curry at one, at two, um, who did I have at two? Chris Paul? No. Uh, I think you had him at three. Uh, at two, you had. No, did I have Kyrie at three? I don't even think you, you didn't say Kyrie, did you? Ah, shit, nah, Kyrie's at five then. Okay, Curry at one, Chris Paul at two. No, I said Damian Lillard at two. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Damian yeah. Lillard at two. Chris Paul at three, Kyrie at four, Westbrook at five. All right. Well, traditionally, I would have to say Curry at one, uh, Kyrie at two, Kimba at three, Paul uh, Westbrook at four. No, I put Kimba. I'll put Westbrook at three, Kimba at four, Paul at five. So you don't even you don't think Lillard is a top five point guard? I think Lillard. I mean, I, okay, yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's hard. No, that's why I was thinking about putting Kimba in that. But if you, if you ask me, because me personally, I think the Boston Celtics. Uh, well, I, I was going to say something crazy because, but I had to catch myself because they lost Al Horford. But. Uh-huh. I don't think they're gonna fall off too much. I, I think I think that team is gonna run better with Kimba at point guard instead of Kyrie. I think it just makes I agree. It better. I agree with that. I think if they had Al Horford, I would go as far as to say that that team would be still in contention. But they don't have Al Horford anymore. I think we're gonna see Tatum emerge into an All Star and Jalen Brown. So if, if they if, if Tatum and Jalen Brown and you got you can't forget can't forget they still have um. Um, fuck, what's the nigga name? Number 20. Uh, Marcus Smart. Not, not, not Marcus Smart. The white boy. Then they still got him. Not, nah, oh, Aaron Baines? From Utah. Uh. He came off. Oh, Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, they still got him. You got to think, before he got hurt, I mean, before he got hurt, he was still, he was, he was a wet ball. So, you got to still, you, you never know. He had a, that was a, that was a big injury. Yeah. But you never know, man. You never know. This might be the year he, you know what I mean? Like he might come back, he might emerge. But I think if Tatum emerges, Jalen uh, Brown emerge, that could be tough. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, Kimber, I think he's gonna mesh better with that team. I yeah, think Kyrie I, was hella selfish when he was. I don't yeah, think he, it was because of Kyrie's skill set. I think if Kyrie was involved and wanted to be there, it would have played just as he, good. But he's I think always, Kyrie saw that. I think he saw dollar signs. He he used that shit as a sacrifice because he got traded to Boston. I don't think he ever wanted to be there from the start. Yeah, Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie has always been a a shoot first point guard anyway. So, but I okay. Back to the point guard conversation. We really can't go wrong with uh, any of the list because there's so many great point guards. Yeah, um, you can't go wrong with it. Okay, so let's jump to the positionless point guard, top five. Hold All up, right, Donnie. From, hey, uh, Stephon, hey, your, um, your audio volume, 
It's real, yeah. real low. It just dropped off real low. Let me see. Uh, I don't know where. It just literally dropped off real, real, real low. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's like really, really low. Yeah, I heard a, a noise too. Um, how boy, about that's now? the FBI, boy. I told you y'all. All right, you remember? I showed you that uh, snap I seen you where I was in RFG, RFG's video. Yeah. I was in RFG's video, and um, when he put the video up, you couldn't hear any audio. They blocked the audio. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I just saw where you commented. I commented on that, and then he had put a video up that was, like, 30 minutes long. And in the video on YouTube, they blocked the audio to where you couldn't hear any any of his audio. So he had I mean, to re-upload it. I mean, even if they are listening, we ain't even really talking about no deep shit right now. We just talking about sports. I know, but they like to fuck with people. It's all a mind, a mind fuck at the end of the day. That gang-stalking shit is real, bro. True, true. But... Uh- I can hear you, man, but it, I got to put the phone up to my ear. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It still work. All right. Yeah, because, like, I would try to reconnect the headphones, but I don't want to disconnect it. So, um, um, but I was about to, I was about to get my top five for, like, positionless. Uh, positionless? Um, if you want to go ahead, you can go ahead first. All right. Number one, LeBron. Uh, number two. Uh, number two, uh, Jokic. Number three, uh, Ben Simmons. Number four. Uh, number four. Number four. Number four. Draymond. Number five. I would say. Damn, number five is kind of tough because now I I, I really got to think who really. No, we talking about positionless. This this can include also the, rec- the the traditional point guards. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going versatile as fuck with this. I'm just uh, number five would be. I mean, damn, I can't really think. I I mean, I really can't think of nobody off top. Uh. He's, I mean, he technically isn't a point guard, but I mean, he does bring the ball up the court. I'm thinking of Giannis right I was, now. But I was, was going to be like, bro, I'm thinking of better, Giannis. I was like, you better if you say Ben Simmons, you gotta, you better fucking say Giannis. Yeah. So LeBron at one, uh, number two, Jokic, number three, Ben Simmons, number four, um. Damn, who, who the fuck did I say at number four? Draymond. Draymond and number five, Giannis. That's what okay. I got for, yeah, positionless point guards, top five. Positionless for me, LeBron number one. I mean, he's the best. That's, that is the playmaker. Like, um, number two, I would have to put Draymond over Jokic, bro. And I'm going to okay. tell you why. I think that him dropping that weight and what he did this past year and what he did in the finals, it showed that, bro. Like, period. He's not a liability defensively. And, yeah, he can't really do much scoring-wise, but he's giving you offense by being a playmaker. Right. Jokic, you still kind of have to to realize, like, he's a defensive liability. Yeah. And that's really, really it with Jokic. I mean, 
he proved that he can play 65 minutes. So. I'm going to give you an honorable honorable mention. I just thought of uh, Luka Doncic. Oh, yeah, 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 Luka Doncic, yep. Um, for me, positionless, LeBron one, Draymond two, Jokic three. Um, at four, I would have to put Giannis. At five, then I would put Ben Simmons. Even okay. if I think even if even if Ben Simmons develop develops a shot, I don't. I still think Giannis. If Giannis develops, he's still a better playmaker than Ben Simmons. Hmm. Okay. Especially on that Bucks team with Mike Budenholzer, like with his offense. Let Let's be real though. Like like I was saying before, um, we got on the uh the call and started the episode. Um, the Bucks. I think they took a downgrade. This offseason, especially by letting go of uh Brogdon. Yeah, I letting go of Brogdon was big. I, bro, they gotta get rid of Eric Bledsoe. He was well, like he was trash in the playoffs, bro. No, nah, I don't think they gotta get rid of him. I don't, I think they overpaid him. Well, yeah, they gotta get rid of him because they overpaid him. He couldn't score. He could like not score. I I think I, I think that's another that's 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 the problem, okay? Like Giannis, they need to just develop Giannis as that point guard for that team. Yeah. Just go ahead and develop Giannis as the point guard. As the point forward. And then, you know, get another point get another point guard, run the offense through Giannis and do it like that. I don't think you need to even pay a point guard that amount of money that they're paying um blood. So they just need to get an actual two guard. Okay. Get a two guard with a wet ball. Get somebody like damn Lil um McCullum. Or get Bradley Bill or somebody like that. Bradley, dude, if they could get Bradley Bill, that shit would be crazy. They get somebody like him, and they can keep Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Oh, my probably, God, bro. Which they would be, be difficult. They, dude, yeah. But that, if they that can that find some way. nice as fuck. You, you tell me, okay, you tell me the Washington Wizards wouldn't want to rebuild and get a couple of drive picks. Oh, absolutely, at this point. And absolutely. Get, you know, you can send them a couple of your young players. Uh, I think they still got Delhi. Send Delhi. <laughs> Send a couple of the young players. Over the one, there. the one that uh, Jordan couldn't uh keep uh from scoring on him. Right. <laughs> the Austra- the Australian LeBron. No, right. The, Austra- the Australian uh Jordan or whatever. Yeah, you uh, you go get go go get Bill. Put Bill on that team. So you got Giannis at the one, Bill at the two, Middleton at the three. Um. Damn, I don't, who they who would they put at the four? Who did they who they have at the four? Yeah, uh, yeah, isn't Giannis technically the four? Giannis is technically the four, so then they would have to find somebody to put at the four. So I would, I mean they they I'm sure they got somebody already there. No, uh, the four. isn't it Miritich? Miritich! Put Miritich yeah. at the four and put Lopez at the five? Forget yeah. the fuck out, bro. Are yeah, because Lopez Lopez is turned into a stretch five. Dude, so. you got Giannis at the one. Bill at the two, Middleton at the three, Meritage at the four, and Lopez bro, all at the of five. That, all of that hype, bro. All of that hype, bro. It's crazy. Man, that's a mismatch, mismatch nightmare. You yeah. bring, you let Giannis bring the ball up. Who you gonna put on him? That's a great question. But we, <laughs> he got hey, the ball hey, from the let's start. be real. He he kind of got exposed though. He got exposed. He got Eastern exposed. Conference Finals. He got exposed because he's – I mean, he's not a guy. I mean, he is a guy, but he still got limitations to his game. Like, yeah, he still has to work on his game. But I'm saying, he still put him – you put him at point guard, 
with another shooter. They who, but they ain't got nobody on their on their team that can that's get, that can give you offensive output like Bradley Beal. Right. You all he needs is a little bit more help. Just a Middle, little bit. I mean, Middleton did become an All Star this season, and Middleton is going to be good too. So that would be a new big three, bro. Yeah, I can see that. That would but, be a new bro, big three with with what? Like a I better mean, Ibaka. But, can we talk about how Giannis wasn't in the game in one of those uh, final uh, Eastern Conference Finals games? Remember, he was just sitting on the uh, announcer's table? Yeah, he got exposed, bro. I was like, bro, this nigga's a superstar. He's the MVP of the league, and they got this nigga on the announcer table. He was gassed. So, nah, bro, that, there's no excuse for that, though, bro. I, it, like, ain't no, it ain't no excuse. But I'm, I mean, a Giannis, I'm a Giannis fan, bro. I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? It ain't, like, it ain't no excuse. Let's be real. It ain't no excuse. But that's the reality. He was tired. So that means he got to work on his conditioning. Yeah. Work on that shit. Well, I think they said – I think that was when he, he had fell down. They thought he was injured for a second. Yeah. So, yeah, so they didn't want to take the risk of just throwing him right back in. Maybe. But still, though, I was looking at that shit like, huh? I was like, nah, bro. He got to be in the game. He, he's he got to be the closer. That's something he's got to work on is closing out games. Man, you put – so I would, then that's when you put him at center. You would have the closeout game, you put him at center then. You put him at center – you put Brooke, Brooke Lopez at the at the four. Like even with the team they got now, they, that shit can work. Well, when they it, have Brogdon, when they have well, Brogdon. we saw how yeah, losing Brogdon was big for that them. That was big, dude. Um, but Giannis though, we saw how obviously he got exposed. Like when he got in the paint, all you gotta do is just put a couple bodies on him. He can't do anything. Yeah, he he, 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 he literally gotta just throw the ball out like. Giannis isn't three. really skillful. He just played bully ball. He does. That's why he's the modern day shot. Yeah, he I played mean, bully ball. He's but, not really skillful. And he walks but, a lot, too. <laughs> he does. He gets away with that shit. That's that superstar rule. Yeah, That's, same with I mean, Kawhi. That's, hey, Kawhi is probably the only player that walked more than him, I will say. But with um, Giannis, we know he, he struggles from shooting the, the deep ball, the threes. But at least he be taking them shits. He's oh, yeah, afraid. you got to take him. Because he here's the thing. Uh, ben Simmons don't take him, so Ben Simmons ain't never going to improve. We're going to look back, and Giannis is going to be at least a um, at least a 33% three-point shooter. I can see that. Thirty, And that's not bad, bro. 33, bro. 33%, that used to be, like, the pinnacle. <laughs> 33% used to be, like, great. 33 to 35% in the NBA, bro, you shooting that? That was all, great in the 90s. All Ben got to do is shoot, like, corner threes, bro. Like, that's it. Just put some type of three in your arsenal, and he be, he'll be unstoppable. In yeah, my opinion, I, I think that they give them a nice sharp shooting two, like a uh, combo guard sharp shooting two. I think Shit, that's who they. Get... I think that's who they got in this rookie, uh, Matisse. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think he's a two guard. He's like a lockdown defender. Um, you should look up some of his highlights from the summer yeah. league. Yeah, give him a two way guard. Give him a two-way guard, but let Ben play the play the one. People sleep on Tobias Harris. I think Tobias but Harris is going to Tobias play. Harris is good as fuck. And but I think no. I think he's going to play better. I think he's going. I think for on that 76ers team, he's going to be he's going to play better than Jimmy Butler played on that 76ers. Bruh, but team. if they if they pick up Kyle Korver, bro, like come on, man. I mean, it's crazy, dude. This team might be the Eastern Conference. Uh, Champions next year. Mm. 
Because I, I was going to have it as the Bucks, but nah, bro. Now looking at it, I think the 76ers are the superior team. Yeah, because, I mean, Embiid can play with fucking Giannis. If not, oh, yeah. If not, can beat Giannis. I mean, Embiid is clutch. We, we, we see that. The only thing with Embiid is can he stay healthy? Yeah, I mean, you can you can go on a limb and say Embiid is better than Giannis, bro. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I mean you're not honestly, going on a limb I, saying that. I wouldn't argue it. I, I mean, Embiid's that. that good. So, that's the only thing. That's that's the X factor right there. It's like, if they play, like, Embiid, he already can – he can hold his own against Giannis. So, who can – and then everybody else in it. Tobias Harris is going to be able to do really what he wants. Well, no, he's not because they got Middleton. Uh, ben Simmons is going to be able to facilitate and do what he wants, really. Yeah. Because I don't know who will guard Ben Simmons. Well, actually – Nah, not what he want because his game is predictable. We know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go into the paint if he can't if he can't get a layup or dunk. He's gonna kick it out to the three. But here's the thing: people forget Tobias Harris before he came to to Philadelphia, he was shooting forty percent from three, bro. Mm. When he was right before he got traded, I think when he was with the Clippers, he was shooting like forty percent. But he was like top ten in the NBA from three point percentage. So boom, you got you got him. You got Kyle Korver. Woo, bro. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Like, ain't that funny? Like, they needed a shooter, so they had to get another white boy. Right. So they picked up Kyle Corver. It's fucking crazy, bro. Like, all the shooters, all the good ass shooters is like either light skinned or white. Pay it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like, all the savages <laughs> niggas cutting to the basket, slamming on niggas. My, Montrez Harold, he Dreads. goes straight to the basket. With the dreads and just be dunking on everybody. Be dunking on people and putting nuts all in niggas' face. Like, ah, like, damn, nigga, back your damn, ass up. Damn, Patrick Beverly, that, that motherfucker indigenous and shit, he be doing damn battle cries during the game. Fucking Kawhi got the straight backs back there, damn, dunking on niggas with the basic one dunk package shit. Yeah. <laughs> the basic one. <laughs> nigga, he basic he got no one. He, he, don't, he don't have, like, no creativity to his game. The way he be shooting Kawhi is so he shoot like them line drive shots, but them shits be hitting though. Yeah, hey, Kawhi got the under basket rim pulls. That's the most fancy layer of uh, dunk package. Oh, he shit. Got. the under got, basket rim well, pulls. He got, he got the rim grazer one and two. <laughs> he hang on the rim for about one second longer than you supposed to, <laughs> Bruh, And it's like, bro, like you literally do not see him get mad or anything. He's always so nonchalant. He did get mad one time in the in the last game. Um, it was in the second quarter. It was the first time I ever saw him show any emotion. Period, bro. I was like, yo, that shit crazy. Nah, they fouled on him because remember he uh-huh. had like four fouls or some shit going into like in like the third quarter or something like that. Uh huh. There was the video of him from Spurs. I think he was it's either his rookie season or his second year. Somebody pushed him and he pushed him back. And they started chatting a little bit. I think Kawhi, I think he got not tech, but he got like a foul for that, a personal foul. I mean, but yeah, he from Condon. He is from Condon. Like I, you know, like I think people be trying to look at him as like a pushover kind of because he just don't seem like he be caring. Like Meanwhile, I was, he be locking LeBron up. <laughs> he did, yeah. He has, he has put the clamps on LeBron. You know, that's why LeBron had to load up. On talent, he was like, "Man, I see what this Kawhi nigga is doing." Like, what if they wanna... get Iggy, bro? What if Iggy go to either one of them LA teams? I think Iggy will be an X factor. Wow. 
Yeah, I think he can. He still got a lot left. Well, he still got some left in the gas tank. I still see at least three to four years, bro. Yeah, he's. If anything, he can just play defense, but he can play some offense too when they need him, as we saw in the finals. Yeah, I mean that nigga can't shoot for shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let these niggas have to shoot nothing, but please let him run to let him drive to the basket. But yeah. please don't let him have to shoot nothing, please. We can't forget how athletic he was when he was with the 76ers back in the day. I mean, it, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That that him winning that defense, that uh, NBA final NBA Finals MVP were, that that's what put him into the Hall of Fame, bro. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. I mean, before that, I didn't think he was a Hall of Fame player. I mean, because, I mean, what was his highlights? Going to the Olympics and winning a gold medal, I think? Yeah, he, he wasn't a Hall of Fame player before that, dude. But him going to Golden State was like, that was one of the best things that could happen to his career. That was the best thing this, that happened to his career. This is an interesting conversation because, like, there's a, you know, there's a, a select pool of um, – stars that we would say in the league, but which ones do you think will not make the Hall of Fame? See, NBA Hall of Fame is tricky because there seems to be it seems to be more uh willing to let people in, let more people in. Yeah. Um to not get in cousins. Chris Middleton, he ain't I don't see unless he starts I mean he did just make his first all star game but he just don't seem like the type of player that would make it. Wait, you said you don't think DeMarcus Cousins will make the yeah. Hall of Fame? Yeah. I Cousins. don't know about that, bro. I think, well, actually. What has he done? Well, what is he? Well, because he, I mean, because he has been hurt. So, okay. yeah. So, let's say, let's say if his, if his, if his career continues to go on with the same, with the same, say he continues, say he does play like he did, more so like he did in the finals. Inconsistent. That was, that's, that's the theme of the finals for him, was it? Yeah, he did. He had a, he had flashes of like, oh damn, if, if, that's the old cousins. But then he had flashes of like, oh damn, this nigga is a trash can. Right. So say that, say that's the theme for the rest of his career, inconsistency. He won't make the Hall of Fame, bro. I yeah, and I don't think he should make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, cause I mean, like you said, he hasn't done anything in his career. So I would say cousins. Um. Hey, I'm gonna be real, bro. Well. Nah, I was about to say it, but he got a championship. But before the championship, Kevin Love wasn't making the Hall of Fame, bro. I still think Kevin Love shouldn't make the Hall of Fame. Mm, really? Yeah. He shouldn't. He should, even, he, after, even after the title, you don't think he's going to make it? Even after the title, he shouldn't make the Hall of Fame. I, bro, I was going to get closer to saying than Kyrie. The only reason why I think Kyrie still I, has I a wouldn't chance, say. Yeah, I, I think it's too early to say about him. I think it, he, it, it's too early, one. And two, Kyrie, at least we could say he he has more of an enigma. Because, see, when you get into Hall of Fame, it, it, it's it's not just the player, it's the personality, too. Right. And we are, we, we're starting to know Kyrie as having the best handles of all time. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, he has that enigma. Like, but what, is, what enigma does Kevin, Love have? What, what enigma one, does one Cousins the, have? One of, isn't he one of the best rebounders of all time? Love is. But he was a lot of those stats he was getting nobody remembers that shit. But real basketball head. Also, you got to remember yeah. Hall of Fame. That's also a mainstream too, in a way. Kevin Love. I mean, you don't think Kevin Love is mainstream? 
He is, but I'm I'm saying like Hall of Fame, like when it when it comes to like when it comes to like um choosing Hall of Fame players, they're gonna choose more so I don't think I don't think he's Hall of Fame. I don't think he's mainstream enough. Okay. Basically. I think what he did in Toronto, if he was to continue that type of output with Cleveland, yeah, that would have been he would have been justified, but I think with with how much he dropped off, even with him having LeBron on his team, I think that hurt his career. And then, yeah, with him dropping off, productivity wise, yeah, they win a championship. But what the fuck did he do? Let's be real. Yeah. What did he do? Yeah, he averaged twenty and ten leading up to that, which I, I thought. I, I'm gonna tell you somebody that should make the Hall of Fame that that isn't. Who? Uh, King James. James Jones. I think he should make the Hall of Fame, but he. I'm, no. fu- I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. No, no, no. no. He probably should make the. Didn't he go to like eight straight finals too? James Jones got like four rings, bro. Niggas yeah. got full respect on his name, bro. He got like five, four or five rings. He went to like eight or nine straight finals. Yeah, he, he, he probably will. Nah, he, him and Udonis has him. They probably make the Hall I, of Fame. I don't, I don't know about Udonis has him. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause I, 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 I told you that the Hall of Fame for NBA is a lot different than any other sport, bro. They like they're a lot more like lenient. Like, I, I still think Cousins cousins might make it, but the only reason why I say he probably won't is because I feel like if his, if his career continues the way it is going now, we won't remember Cousins for why we should remember him. We won't remember even yeah. Love for why we yeah. should remember him. We remember, oh, depressed-ass Kevin Love, talking about he got depression and shit, fucking spotting yeah. up from the wing. You know what I mean? Spotting up from the wing, acting like a crybaby bitch. Going from averaging 20 and 10 to averaging 8 and 8. That's how we're going to remember from Kevin Love. You know what I mean? Fuck that ring. That ring feels good for yeah. him. It looks good for him. But not only did he get a meaningless ring for his career, he had meaningless stats. He didn't do shit for that fucking team. He went from 20 and 10 and dropped off and averaged 8 and 8. <laughs> mm. Like, if he would have at least averaged like 14 and 10, 15 and 10, like, we understand you're going to play with LeBron and Kyrie. Like, we know you're going to drop off. Like, your 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 productivity is going to drop off. But, God damn, bro. He was like, I mean, if Kevin Love would have showed up, them niggas would have won three. It, it wouldn't have been no Warriors. You I know what I mean? If Kevin Love would have showed up the way we thought he was supposed to show up, it wouldn't have been no Warriors, bro. It would have been the Cavaliers winning four rings. Am I wrong? I feel that. I mean, that's that's the piece. Think about it. They picked up Kevin Love because Kevin Love was the piece that LeBron needed. He was literally the only piece. He needed that stretch big that can rebound. I'm over here trying to think of players that ain't going to make the the, fun, uh, the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, so, uh, players that were that we consider stars. Paul Millsap ain't making the Hall of Fame, bro. I can see that. I, I don't see but it. I, I, um, I don't see it. No, I, I feel like if Paul I, Millsap I don't keeps see. playing, if he, I feel like if he, if he adds more, like I think, I think the years he plays would give him. Hey, before this ring, Lowry wasn't gonna make the Hall of Fame. Let's be real. Um, that's still iffy, bro. They probably still would have get put him in the Hall of Fame eventually, but I think that I think this guarantees it. Rightfully so. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, for sure he, he deserved it, especially the way he played in that closeout game. He was on God mode. He wasn't yep. missing anything. I mean, you got to remember, he's probably possibly playing against one of the best point guards of M- in NBA history, too, and uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, he ain't making the Hall of Fame. Yeah, unless he does something drastic with, like, the Spurs or some shit. I, I don't, don't think he's I a Hall of Fame it. player, bro. He's an all-star, yeah, but that's it. I mean, honestly, with the Hall of Fame, I think the NBA should be, like, strict. Because it's only five players that play. There's only five players in the lineup. I think they're, like, lenient where they let people in. I think they should be strict. Yeah. And honestly, I think, like, Hall of Fame caliber levels where it cuts off in today's NBA, I think it would cut off on a level of, like, Kimball Walker. Like, I think, okay. like, that's where we should cut that shit off. So top, so so like the top ten players in the league. Top ten would probably be stretching that shit. You, you know what I mean? Okay. Like Hall of Fame so is like, I feel like Hall of Fame is like when you when you say these players are in the Hall of Fame, somebody could be like, oh, that's my favorite player of all time, and I'm gonna tell you why this is the best player of all time, and they can give you legit facts of why that's the best player of all time, and you can't argue with them. You know what I mean? Bro, but but we gotta look at all them fucking plumbers they let into the the Hall of Fame. Exactly, that's what before we were up. born. But I mean, you can let them. You can let in a couple plumbers here and there. And what I mean by that, you have special plumbers. You know, you have plumbers that George, uh, George Mikan. <laughs> that's the first one I think about. George. You got George Mikan. You got plumbers like Robert Ori. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't. Nah, you can't, hey, nah, we, nah, we got plumbers respect. too. You we got put Robert Ori in today. Nah, bro, we. We got to put respect on Bob, Rob Horry's name. He's Bro, he's you clutch. put that nigga in today's NBA? Come on, bro. Hey, I ain't going to lie. I had that nigga on my, my team in 2K. Trash. All right. Fucking trash, like Donnie, bro. bro. We, we are we, – Steph, we young. We young cats. And we got to deal with these old yeah. heads sitting up here talking shit about how old we this, – this, our era is the best. Man, fuck that. We got to bite back. We got to bark back. Nigga, your era had Rip Hamilton and Tayshawn Prince. Get that the fuck era, out of the early two thousands, like the our initial era, that was one of the worst eras in NBA yo, history. Your era had your era had Kwame Brown, bro. You had Shaq, Smush Parker, had to hold the ball for fourteen <laughs> seconds at a shot clock. That only played half a game, bro. That still averaged like thirty y'all, points a game. Like, come on, bro. Come on, dude. Y'all niggas had Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell, Latrell Sprewell out get here the, trucking your get coaches. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all had Stephon Marbury, who actually wasn't bad, but and he actually was trying to do something dope with selling his shoes at a lower price. I exactly. That. The point I'm trying but, to make, though, is that with the time that we in now, this is just, we ain't never seen no time like Like, we've never seen no time like this. We got a handful of players where we could say, okay, you pick these players up right now, they're going to be dominant now and back then. But I think we got more so yeah. now. Than in any other area. Okay, look, let let's let's talk about it then. Which players that we have now could play in the nineties and be stars? In the nineties, they could be stars and can like pull a Jordan effect. I, w- I ain't gonna say Jordan effect, but still be, be stars relevant, like star um, wise. LeBron, yeah. AD, Embiid, uh, Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons would be better at the, in that time than now, actually. I think he would be okay. extremely dominant. 
I think Ben Simmons would be like just as good as Magic Johnson in the nineties. Mm, think okay. about it. In the nineties, Ben Simmons like a six a sixteen point 90s, guard. Bro. Yeah, that. I think Giannis could dominate. Oh yeah, honestly. I mean Giannis. Giannis, yeah, Giannis would be tearing Shaq up, bro. Because here's the thing: well, no, he wouldn't be tearing him up, but he would be fight. He would, that would be a good matchup because he can run up and down the court. So um, you you don't think you don't think KD? No, I'm, be a I'm star? still going, bro. KD. Oh, okay. K, I mean, KD, he would dominate, bro. Jordan yeah. probably would wouldn't be able to beat KD. Think about it, bro. Who did? I mean, we've talked about this, um, in the past and shit. Who was Jordan playing against, bro? Like, let's be right. real, bro. Okay, Charles, Charles Barkley. I can name you five to ten players now that are better than Charles Barkley. That's what like, I'm saying. And no disrespect to that era, but I think people need no to disrespect. realize like, the era that we in now, he played against- these players are just that good. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Hakeem Olajuwon is still a god Like in any era. Any he's still era. a god. Carl yep. Malone, god. Um, But then you got to look at these Detroit Pistons. Come on, bro. Isaiah Thomas, bro. Nigga, up against Curry Curry with smoke, Isaiah Thomas. Like, come on, bro. The bad boy Pistons? Who they had? Bill Lambeer? Okay, Bill Lambeer. They had, um, what's his name? Joe, Joe I think Dumars. The, he I was think good, Joe Dumars but... and Rodman and Adrian Danley. They were the only ones on that team that could, like, transition to, like, today's NBA. Okay, Jordan went up against uh, – Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler was good. But, again, bro, compared to KD, a Giannis, a Harden. Kawhi. LeBron. Kawhi. Where's bro? Bro, these niggas are better than them niggas, bro. I don't care. Like, I don't care Paul what George. these stats are. Bro, these niggas are evolved, bro. Like, them niggas were slow back then, bro. Like, and they just, they had that old man game. They weren't pulling up from three. Like thirty feet out like that. Except that nigga uh Chris Jackson. That nigga was Curry oh, before Curry. Name right. That's um what's his name? Muhammad Abdul. No, not Chris Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could yeah, he converted. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Hey, you know he played I put I gotta put respect on his with name. Shaq at LSU and like I was I was looking at a game and he was at LSU. He was bro, he was um fuck he was like Zion before Zion, but he wasn't as big. Like he was like a phenom, bro. Shit. He was having a game where he was a true freshman, 18, averaging like 30, bro. Uh, scoring like 30. He's playing uh, with the big uh, big three I right now. I think that shit is trash. <laughs> you do, I, I thought it was – I mean, I thought it was kind of good, though, that they get, they let some of these players that people might have forgot about still get, you know, get their recognition. Yeah, I mean – They got Gilbert Arenas, bro. Gilbert Arenas was a monster, bro. People, I don't think people remember yeah, was, him like that. He was God level at one point, age of zero. He had a – he had to turn into he had to turn into uh, Tupac from above the rim, real bro, quick. That shit was dumb as hell. Why why they do that? That shit was stupid, dude. That shit make no sense. Over some fucking over a car game, bro. Hey, that gambling, that gambling shit, shit real, bro. Real, bro. <laughs> them them niggas is uh millionaires, but they take that shit seriously. Like. That's true, bro. So, well. I think this is a good this is a good place to go ahead and then I guess segue into the next episode. Or Okay. You know, 
We could probably try to record another one. Shit, we got more. We can talk more about basketball. I can talk about all basketball day, but man, we got to let, yeah, let a little bit more that, drop off. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know we we talked this whole episode about basketball, which I I didn't expect. I mean, because, I mean, the since we revamped the podcast, we just letting it fly, like freestyle. Sure. So, man. okay, so... So yeah, we we talked about basketball. So yeah, what did you want to say? I do. I will say, you know, on a serious topic though, you know, for enlightenment, I found um I found a hold of this um this link to the universe uh, Brown University, which is the Ivy League. They have a uh a website for a library a library uh, resource where they have up to over ten thousand images of early America. So okay. I guess the next episode, I, I you know I'll send you that link and we can just go through a lot of the images. Oh, oh wait, would you rather that I, I send the link since we this one's on your account and then I can put this one on, I guess the yeah, main account. Yeah, 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 definitely we could do that. Um, but obviously you know for the next episode we could talk about some of the finest, bro. This shit is profound, dude. This shit is profound. I'm I'm gonna send it to you uh, in a little bit, and you can. Man, right, you can so, literally just scroll. They got different names. They got it's like different. Um, like it's real, real images. It's like ancient maps, newspaper articles, paintings, drawings, uh, stuff like that. It's crazy, bro. You start you see you see like Native Americans with like dreadlocks, niggas that look like me, niggas like standing like six nine, with damn oh, damn shit. uh. Feathered head hair hairdressers and, and, and bow and arrows. I found this uh newspaper clipping that was talking about how they were trying to sell some slaves like from like the seventeen hundreds. Where they were trying to sell some slaves. But talking about how they were selling these slaves, but how they were also free of smallpox. But also how mm. how these slaves were free of smallpox, but they also called these slaves Negroes. And also on the newspaper clipping the two pictures that they drew, that they that they like drew in, were two black melanated figures with uh, Native American headdresses. And, okay, <laughs> you know how crazy that is. That's basically saying that the that the Indian is a Negro. So shit like oh, yeah. that. I mean, this shit is profound. I'm gonna send you the link. That's probably how I'm gonna spend the rest of my night is just looking through different pictures and shit. And um. The next podcast, we can just drop that heat on their ass because I'm pretty sure this year, this is going to be something new. 